The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you can get podcasts. Welcome to Stacking the Box. To subscribe, hit us up on Google Play or iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. Here is Stacking the Box. Week 10 in the NFL, a wild one. Editorial director Josh Hill keeping tabs on everything. Yours truly, Mark Carmen, as we go through the games. We start back on Thursday night, and the Raiders getting it done, beating the Chargers, who are coming off a couple of impressive wins. 26-24 Oakland, now 5-4. This is uh, one last powerful moment for Raiders fans in Oakland, man. This team is actually competing for the playoffs. It's pretty amazing. It is. Usually when teams move, I can't remember the last time a team moved and they're actually winning. And they're winning to the point where people forget that they're moving. John Gruden's in the crowd and he's shaking everybody's hand and he's being, you know, he's being the man and everybody forgets that this team is moving. But we also forget that this team is pretty good. Like, they're a surprising team. They play the Bengals and the Jets next. There's a very decent chance that they line up with the uh, Chiefs in three weeks with a 7-4 and four record, and that's something nobody saw coming. So, I think we all owe the Raiders and John Gruden an apology. They won the Cleo Mack trade. That pick's looking like a top 15 pick now. Like, he's a, he's a better coach than he is a GM, but 7-4, and four, if they can beat the Bengals and the Jets, which is very possible... I mean, uh, the Raiders, they're a good I team. I don't know if they won the Khalil Mack trade, but they certainly, it's more moving towards a push than than an actual They want it more debacle. than people give them credit for. Yeah. They got killed for it. Yeah, they, they it's, did. It's turned out well for them. Uh, MVP of the Raiders this year, who would you go with? Uh, Derek Carr. Okay. I Love just, it. I want to see if Swinging you're... Swinging back. I thought you were going to maybe jump all the way. It's like, hey, it's not a player. It actually is Gruden. Let's let's give him some love. All right, we move on to the Sunday games. We start in Chicago. The Bears over the Lions, 20-13. to 13. No Matthew Stafford, which obviously impacted the game. Jeff Driscoll, mm-hmm. ye of Louisiana Tech, and the Bengals getting his first start as a Lion. And he actually might have been better than Mitchell Trubisky. But Trubisky did find the end zone three times. And I thought the story of this game, Josh Hill, was Matt Nagy, the Bears head coach, 
coached down 6 nothing late in the first half on his own 29-yard line going for it on 4th and 1. The mm-hmm. Bears get it. They score a touchdown on that drive and then the next two, and that changed the football game. Well, what he's got to do is he has to start showing faith in Mitchell Trubisky. Let him fail. If he's going to fail, let him fail. But this whole conservative play calling that we've seen, like you go back a couple of weeks and you take a knee with 40 seconds left to kick a field goal that you missed, that is a that is showing everybody that you're afraid to trust your quarterback, and that is bad. I like Todd Nagy, trusted him a little bit. I mean, he only threw for 174 yards, which isn't good, but a couple of touchdowns, they get the win. It's progress. It's going to be baby steps with Trubisky, given what we've seen. There's so much damage done that it's not all going to fix itself overnight. You got to do games like this. And more importantly, like you said, Nagy needs to trust Trubisky in those situations. Otherwise, what are we even talking about? Why even start him? The first touchdown pass to Ben Broniker, who hadn't caught a touchdown since he was playing in the Ivy League in, in 2015. That was a big. That was a, probably Trubisky's best throw of the year. Bears moving on as they will go out west next week to play the Rams on Sunday Night Football. We'll see if they can start to stack some wins and get out of yeah. the most disappointing team in the NFL. Most exciting player in the NFL is Lamar Jackson, 15-17, and one of the sweetest runs you'll ever see Mm -hmm. as he took it to the 0-9 Bengals, who uh, are disgusting. The Bengals did uh, put up 13, but they gave up 49, and the Ravens are 7-2. No surprise here, but Lamar continues to do it. He does, and it seems like every single week he turns in a play where everybody's like, ooh, wow, Lamar. And at what point are we going to start taking him seriously as an MVP candidate? Like, I know there is a growing conversation that he's in there, but then it is immediately countered with people who are saying, oh, but he's not Aaron Rodgers, he's not Russell Wilson. I don't know, man. Like, he's pretty good. Like, the Ravens are the second, they're firmly and comfortably the second best team in the AFC. And who knows? They've beaten the Patriots once this year. Who's to say they can't do it in the playoffs? And Lamar Jackson's the reason why. It's incredible. The the spin move and the burst of speed. Wow. I mean, wow. people comparing to Michael Vick. I don't remember Michael Vick being that fast. Maybe he was. And maybe my memory is fading. But that, I mean... The, the, yeah. I mean, this is sprinter level speed uh, from Lamar Jackson. And uh, hey, 15 to 17. I know he's not great throwing the football, but that's not too bad right there. 223 yards, three touchdowns. All right. St- we got stunner after stunner after stunner coming yep. up here. We start with the Cleveland Browns getting it done at home over the Bills, 1916. I actually picked the Browns in this game, so I wasn't completely Good surprised. Uh, Josh Allen was okay. And. Baker was, you know, a couple of t- uh, couple of touchdown passes was obvious. How do you make a radio ad for an 8K TV that conveys the feeling of 33 million pixels with over a billion shades of color hitting your eyeballs? This is the best we can do. Samsung Neo QLED 8K, unreasonably good. Sleep better, but uh, I'm wondering, do you think the Bills are going to head straight south after this loss? Uh, they they were always kind of a weak team given who they played. So I don't know. I think they're going to still be in the hunt for the wild card as we head down the home stretch of the season here. I think we're going to start seeing who they really are now as we get into the doldrums. It's it's not necessarily a knock on the Bills to say that this game is revealing because I don't think they were that strong of a team. I also think that it says a lot about the Browns and how they should maybe give play calling to Todd Monken because... Freddie Kitchens is not getting done. They did not score a lot of points against the Bills. Granted, that's a good defense, but when Monken got uh, control of Jameis Winston in Tampa, that offense was like th- going for 500 yards and scored 40-some points. Give him the play-calling duties in Cleveland. Maybe unlock this offense. Great points. And uh, Freddie Kitchen, if you're watching, because I know you love our videos, 
This is job security, man. You don't you don't need to Delegate. hold on. Don't, sometimes you know, holding on tight's not the best move. You know, it, empowering those around you always yeah. uh, a good decision. All right, another stunner. Tennessee Aye. thirty-five. The Kansas City Chiefs thirty-two. Patrick Mahomes was back. He threw it fifty times. He threw for nearly four hundred and fifty yards. He threw three touchdown passes. But the Chiefs lost and. You got it's a real conversation now that mm-hmm. defense can't stop anyone when you're giving up 35 to the Titans. You might have a little bit of a problem in Kansas City. Yeah, and you also have a problem with Andy Reid. And not a problem in that he needs to be fired or anything like that because that's deeply stupid if you're having that conversation. But it is worth noting that he's been a coach for what, two, two and a half decades at this point. He still doesn't know how to manage his timeouts and he still thinks that he's the smartest guy on the field to a detriment to the team. It is third and short, late in the game, Run the ball. Do not pass the ball in that situation. What happens, they take a sack and then everything flips. And that's where the game turned. Like, they could win that game. Same thing happened in the uh, Packers game. They should have won that Packers game, but he makes one bad mistake late in the game, and it costs the Chiefs. This is the type of game that they lose in the playoffs. That, 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 and that's frustrating if you're a Chiefs fan because you've got Patrick Mahomes, but you can't always rely on him to win you the game. Right. That was a, just a very, very, very disappointing loss uh, for the Chiefs on the Credit road. Credit to the Titans, too. But, uh, Don't take that away from the Titans. They and, won that game. And that's, hey, that's fair. And listen, with the, with the Raiders hanging around in that AFC West, I mean, everyone thinks Kansas City's fine, but who knows? Uh, stranger things have happened. Let's Speaking of stranger things, let's move on. To the New Orleans Saints at home with Atlanta, who had one win, and Drew Brees is back, and they lose 26-9. to The Saints, who have looked, at least in my mind, like the best team in the NFC, major, major stub of the old toe here, Joshua. What happened in New Orleans? Uh, they just had a bad game. They had a bad game in November, and this is the one-year anniversary of a very important date in NFL history. The New England Patriots lost to the Tennessee Titans Week 10 last season. Guess who won the Super Bowl? I believe that was um, New England. Yeah, yes. So you think so, the Saints are fine? I think the Saints are going to be fine. Look, we've said it, it, it. It seems to water down the point now to say so many times that they are the most complete team in football. They adjust and self-diagnose from week to week better than any other team in football. So if anything, this is this might make them even better than they were before because they're going to go, look, how did we lose to the Falcons at home? How did this happen? Self-diagnose, come out of it, be better. The Saints, they're going to be fine. Don't panic. Do not panic. All right. Don't panic, New Orleans. Don't. Don't get excited about football in New York. How about the Giants and the Jets? It was a wild one. It was crazy. Ten points for the Jets in the fourth quarter, and they come back to beat the Giants 34-27. Two wins apiece. Jets are two and seven. The Giants are two and eight. Daniel Jones threw four touchdowns, but it wasn't enough. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. So uh, what did New York learn yesterday? Uh, that it's probably best that these two teams actually play their football in New Jersey because that's that's a rough that's a rough look for New York football. Uh, look, I think the Giants definitely have more upside in the near future than the Jets do. I think the Jets need to fire Adam Gase after after the end of the season. There's no way around that. That's that's just going to happen. But I mean, this was if we're going to put a positive spin on this, and I think we should. 
It was an entertaining game. It was. And nobody really expected that. You look at that, you're just making fun of the Jets. You're making fun of the Giants. It was an entertaining game. Danny Dimes. Danny Sam Dimes, Darnold. Danny Dimes threw some touchdown passes. It's very tight windows. Now, granted, he, he sometimes I thought he could take a nap back there. And, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, the Jets pressure was non-existent. But still, nonetheless, a, a, an impressive performance. It was. All right, let's move on. To the Tampa Bay Bucks and yes. the Arizona Cardinals. This was the game everyone was talking about this week. Bucks and Cardinals. Right. 30-27. Tampa gets it done. Jameis gets a win, but I don't know if he moved himself forward as far as Bucks fans are concerned. Like, you've got to bring back Jameis Winston. You've, no. We've had this conversation a bunch. Uh, Kyler Murray, by the way, three touchdowns, uh, continues to entertain in Arizona. But the Bucks do get a win. Did Jameis do anything as far as his future? Uh, no, I don't think he did. The Bucks got bailed out by a bad interception late in that game, which got them back into it. So, And, you know, look, give Jameis credit. He's able to have games where he doesn't make a ton of mistakes. But again, I don't know the specific stat on this, but... I think this is like what the third or fourth game where he, this season where he's thrown an interception on the first drive of the game. Not he a did great it stat. again. And if you do that, you make a mistake that early, you're setting the team back and then we saw the Bucks have to fight back from that. Luckily they were they were able to jump out, kind of erase that mistake early, but that was also against the Cardinals. You do this against we saw against the 49ers, not going to happen. If you do it against the Giants even who aren't even that great of a team, it's going to come back to bite you. So Jameis, he's not doing a whole lot for his future. It's, it's, it's not looking good. He's not burying himself anymore, but he's definitely not digging himself out. Maybe he'll end up in Chicago. Never know. He'd like that. Miami and the Colts, another... This magic. A, it's another stunner, man. Whew. It's magic. Somehow, someway, he just gets it done. The Dolphins all of a sudden playing their way well out of the number one draft pick as Cincinnati's got full hold on that right now. It's the mm-hmm. second win for Miami. 16-12 over the Colts, who were without Jacoby Brissett. Brian Hoyer had to play, and he was gross through three picks. Uh, you know, Brian Hoyer, I've always kind of liked Brian Hoyer. He was serviceable in Chicago, serviceable in Denver, uh, but it was ugly yesterday. It was not good. And the, the Colts were doing their best Dolphins impression. I mean, it's, it's fourth down, game's on the line, and Eric Ebron runs a nine-yard route when he needs 10. Come on, look at the sidelines, see where you got to run. And, but the best thing about this is the Dolphins. The tank was on. They're a giant joke. Everybody's making fun of them. They make a great trade at the deadline to dump salary with uh, the Aqib Talib trade. And now they're back-to-back winners. Like, I, I love it. Like, if you're a Dolphins fan, you have to love this. Look, you're still going to get a top-five draft pick. And there's also a ton of football left. The Bengals and the Dolphins still play each other. So they very well could be playing for the number one pick late in the season. The Jets are probably going to get the number one pick. So they're probably playing for two. And this isn't an entire, entirely lost season. Like, it's fun. You're, you're winning some games. This is, this is great. See, it's magic, baby. So Let's do it. I love that you're just a sports fan. You don't even, I love hey, it. enjoy a win. Live Get, in the moment. Have, have a nice have a nice weekend. You beat the Colts. You did it on the road. It was Everybody's it was, focused on the future and how they're going to get Tua yeah. and how they're going to spend these picks. They won this week. They're back-to-back winners, and we all thought they were going to go 0-16. I, I like it. Josh Hill is about the now. He's about the instant gratification. I love you're, it. You're, you're an underrated hedonist. All right, let's move on to <laughs> Green Bay and talk about hedonism and and Green Bay and the Carolina Panthers. The snow was coming down at Lambeau, which was incredibly enjoyable. Kyle Allen has been a great story this year, and he mm. nearly got the Panthers in the end zone. I thought that they should have given the ball to Christian McCaffrey earlier uh, in the final drive once they got uh, you know first and goal, second and goal, whatnot. But the Green Bay survives for their eighth win, twenty four sixteen. Wasn't pretty, but the Packers do it. 
They do. And give credit to the, the Panthers because they went into Lambeau and they almost won that game, literally inches away from winning that game. And they made the right call. Don't I kill him. He for, got in. Don't kill him for giving it to Christian McCaffrey at the end of the game. You're giving the ball to your best player with the game on the line. I would have done it on third down. I would have done it on second down. Yeah, I would have done it on first down. But the game on the line, it is the last play. What are you going to do? Are you going to leave the, the I ball agree with the, I agree in with Kyle the call. Allen's hands or are you going to give it to Christian McCaffrey? I agree with the call. 100%. So I'm, I'm with you. All right. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was kind of fun watching Aaron Rodgers on the sidelines. By the way, just it was just it was aesthetically F-bomb. pleasing too yeah. with the snow. That's a very Lambo frozen tundra type of game. Maybe Green Bay back to being the best team in the NFC after the Saints lost. I you know that that conversation can continue. Let's move on to the Steelers, mm-hmm. who we have been saluting on this program for being competitive when nobody thought they would be after all Antonio Brown and Mm. Roethlisberger and whatnot they beat the Rams 17-12 Mason Rudolph again not sexy but enough 242 yards a touchdown didn't throw a pick and uh, I don't know Rams could be considered an incredibly disappointing team right now falling to five and four yeah I mean the Super Bowl hangover is real I mean that happens to every single team that's in the Super Bowl it seems unless you're the Patriots it took a year to catch up with the Eagles but it's happening because they're having a down year. The the Rams are the same way. So I'm not terribly disappointed in that. I feel like they're underperforming. I just feel like this is a Super Bowl hangover thing. This was to be expected. The, the team, they're going to get figured out. So as you graduate and head out into the world, there's only one thing that you need to know. Hi, this is Jamie from Progressive. Yeah, I can talk now. Progressive protects you 24-7. So tell me what happened. Oh, I'm sorry, Gene. Can you give me one second? Um, brush that for every meal. Congratulations and thank you. Sorry about that. I'm back. So tell me about this fender bender. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. At some point, and also, let's not gloss over the massive problem, the biggest issue that they have. Jared Goff. That contract looks awful right now because he looks awful right now. And that's bad. That is bad if you're a Rams fan. Are you losing faith that Goff is going to... Uh... Losing faith? I've lost faith. Okay. All right. There is no faith. I am, I am Goff agnostic. Yeah. I am just... I don't... Maybe he'll figure it out. I don't know. But he's definitely not giving me any proof that he's for real. All right. One guy to believe in as we wrap it up here. Minnesota 28. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys 24. Dalvin Cook... Doing it again, 97 yards, the go-ahead touchdown on fourth down, final play of the third quarter. And uh, I I thought the most impressive thing about the Vikings yesterday, if you keep Zeke in check, you can beat the Cowboys. Yes. Even at you know when they're running well with three touchdowns from Dak, 47 yards on 20 carries, that's 2.4 yards per carry uh, for a guy that no one has been stopping. So that Vikings defense is, was impressive, particularly last night. It was impressive because Dak Prescott's very good. I mean, we need to continue to have this conversation about how he needs to get paid like a top quarterback because he is a top quarterback. Amari Cooper also had like, what, 147 yards against the Vikings? 11 catches. when that one, when, oh, you have three pieces, you have a three-headed monster in Dallas, and one of those doesn't show up, we see what happens. I mean, it wasn't a blowout. Dallas was in the game. It was a very good game late. But when you don't have all of those cylinders firing, this is what happens. And again... It's just November. This was not a playoff game. I feel like if these two teams meet again, we're going to have a different story, or at least the Cowboys are going to have a different approach. Kellen Moore is going to have a different approach. Zeke might be involved a little bit more. But again, like you said, give credit to the Vikings defense because this is a team we kind of dogged a little bit 
they're, they're, they're showing they're a contender. The Vikings have sort of unlocked the Kirk Cousins key, too. They figured out exactly. E. I, well, I'm not saying they, they figured out how to use him effectively to get wins. Okay. Yeah. He, you know, he didn't turn it over yesterday. A couple of touchdown passes, threw it 30 plus mm-hmm. times. Not, but, you know, 220 yards. Conservative Kirk Cousins win us football games, rely on the defense, hand the ball off. Dalvin Cook, you're the man. Vikings are uh, formidable, seven and three, one game back of the Packers. Josh Harrell, our editorial director. It has been wonderful to be with you recapping week 10. This podcast is brought to you by Fansided. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.